Welcome back to the Upper Tier Podcast, the football podcast we bring you each and every week on the Dynamo Podcast Network. Head over to YouTube, smash that subscribe and bell notification button. Audio versions show are available through Spotify, but why you would want the audio versions of the show is beyond me and my partner, Darren. How are we doing, Darren? All right, brother Noel, what's happening, my man? Good, not too bad at all. Said I'd get you on. You had a little journey or a little trip there over the weekend. Um, not a little, quite a little, a little sabbatical. Yeah, a little sabbatical with the family. Um, not the not the best result, but not always the most important thing on these trips. Walk us through from start to finish. Tell us all began I presume at Dublin Port, as it well, does. Well, even before we left the house, there was a little surprise for the little guy there in the background, you know. Um, the older guy, Andrew, obviously knew we were heading away because he needed a passport ready and bits and bobs, you know mm. what I mean? But the little guy, Brody, was actually supposed to go in um, March 2020, which was the year, or which was the month the pandemic arrived here in Ireland. And uh, we were supposed to go, his birthday is the 20th of March, we were supposed to go over to the game against Sheffield United on the 24th of March. And obviously every, everything got the koi bush and it got put in the back burner. Mm. And this was the kind of first opportunity we've had to get him over. So we didn't tell him just in case anything went wrong. And he's obviously been pulled off already. So we said, we'll, we'll keep things under wraps until Sunday morning. He knew daddy and Andrew were gone. And I said to him, listen, I said, I'll come and say goodbye to you before we head off, you know? So he says, okay, dad. So I woke him up Sunday morning. I said, listen, pal, we're off. I'll take it easy, okay? She says, okay, dad. We'll see you later. You know, I says, all right. I says, uh, I see little tear in the eye. What's wrong, pal? He says, I just think I'll miss you when you're gone, Dad. I says, Ah. Would you like to come with us? Jesus, it was like someone's at the line to bed on for. I can go witches. I says, even better. I says, Mammy's in there getting dressed. Mammy can come too. And I said, we'll be granny for the crack as well, right? And he started, he says, Daddy, you're joking. I says, I'm not, kid. Come on, let's go. Get up. He says, really? I'm going to the game? I says, you're going to the game. So there was there was a lot of excitement in the house even before we got going, you know. Um, Jumped down out to, of the bed like the ultimate Warriors music like, going, did he? He started shaking the ropes and everything. He was, <laughs> he was like a man possessed. Um, got the gear on, jumped into the car. We'd everything packed away, obviously. Everyone was yeah. ready to rock and roll. And they zipped down to the port. So, you know, not, not a hitch until we got onto the boat. And then you obviously spoke to me after I was after I got off the boat. It was a it was a slightly rough crossing, shall we say? When we got on the boat, you know, uh, the captain came over the the speaker and he says, "Gale for us, eight wins on the uh, on the seas as we went over." Now we we're in the big boat, you know, we we're in the the yeah. Ulysses, but Irish ferries, so it should have been a big issue, but it was. It was it got thrown about there quite a bit, to be mm-hmm. honest with you. Thankfully, the waves weren't very high. It was just a rockiness, you know. Yeah. But the three lads in the picture there behind you were a bit worse for the wear. We all ended up in sit- with sick bags, you know. Um, the two women, not a bother on them, never budged off the chair. But myself and the two boys were sick as dogs. Um, so it was rough. We ended up having to get a cabin and all just to try and get a sleep. As to, you do. To take your uh, <laughs> take your mind off the rockiness of it at all, you know. Uh, it was it was rough, but listen, we got through it, and then mm. we we kind of come off of Hollyhead, and we took a quick visit to that McDonald's. You know the McDonald's just literally yeah. in Hollyhead, because yeah. I says we're gonna have to eat because anything we'd eaten that morning had already left us type thing. Yeah, yeah. And with it being a long day and stuff like that, it should be better, um, mm. better kind of fill up. So we knew we had time in hand ahead of the game and stuff like that. Yeah. Kickoff wasn't until half four, mm. and obviously we kind of landed in Hollyhead about half eleven, so we had plenty yeah. of time. 
mm. went in, hit the McDonald's, and then just got on the road, tipped up to Manchester. Um, I think we got out of the car at about two o'clock, so it was it was golden, you know. Mm. Now the eldest lad, we've we've two season tickets in the stretch for then, but the eldest lad. He forgo, he kind of forwent his ticket and gave it to the little guy so he could sit next to daddy. And we had to box him off with a ticket over, a couple of rows over on the left, you know, but yeah. everything was happy. Yeah, I got him scanned in first. And once he'd gone in and he says, he said, Dad, I'll send you a selfie when I'm in my seat, you know. So he says, Right, okay. Mm. Um, so he sent me the selfie. I knew he was all right. I went in then with the little guy. Now at that stage, don't forget, we've already had a little visit into uh, this mega store, you know. Yeah. As you can tell. <laughs> Very nice. I was in the mega store at the weekend. <laughs> um, Jesus, man, the revenue on match days. Wow, phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal. Um, but the boys, yeah, they they went kind of went and had a little bit of fun in the mega store. Picked up a few bits, and that, you know, rinsed daddy a little bit more than than usual. But this one, it's an aid of Man United. Me heart and you know. Yeah, you think I don't know whether it was. Oh, you know what? If I buy more in this place, it might be a better game. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it didn't work out to you know you're in trouble walking into those mega stars, don't you? When the guy on the door oh, hands the kid a little God. basket, one of those little basket things, and you're oh, going, gee, he ain't gonna need that. He's in here for a diary, mate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I wish. No, no, the, the boys knew what oh, they were after. You know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And 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 able to tell you, you know, we can't get this in our size online. That. Oh, is that right, Jay? Pick it of course, up quick. Of course they couldn't. Pick it up quick, will you? Get out of here. <laughs> they were saying that, I'd say, boy, about many rails, ready? Oh, man. And, you know, I've never seen that one before. And, of course, you're picking up a few bits and pieces and whatever. And, but we got in and then, you know, everyone's was everyone was happy with the seats. Obviously, my two my two seats are in the second row behind the goals that are mm. they're pretty good. I think there's probably a picture of Brody you might see up at the up beside the guardrail and stuff. Mm. Um and Andrew, he he had good, he had a good seat as well. So everyone was happy out until mm. kickoff, I suppose. You know, the little fellow was super excited and mm. um, to be there. And, and obviously, he kept asking. He said, "Daddy, there's a lot of people out here." I says, "About eighty thousand kids, you know." And he was like, "Eighty thousand?" I says, "Yeah." He says, "That's a lot of people." I says, "Yeah, that's right." Liverpool fans bringing serious atmosphere to the ground as well. You know, the the travelling fans, maybe about three and a half, four thousand, I think, if I'm mad, right. It's mad how loud they are, isn't it? Yeah, they were very well. If if I thought they were loud before, they were pretty loud after. I have to tell you now. Yeah. Um, because obviously we went through the game, and you're kind of thinking this is a rough night. At the, this is a rough day at the office because obviously it's the little guy's fourth game, mm. and uh, there was a lad sitting behind me from from Cork, you know, and he says to me, "Jesus," he says, "It's awful." He says, "You know, like you're bringing the little lad like this, and he's to watch this shite, you know." It, he says, you'd almost think, am I doing the right thing by introducing them to the shower? And I says, I says, ah, yeah, you know, you know. He says, next you'll be telling me, he says, that it's his first game. I says, oh, it is his first game. He says, oh, stop, he says, don't fucking tell me that. He says, 32 years I'm coming here. He says, and I've never seen this before. He says, this is the worst I've ever seen them. And he, he wasn't wrong, I have to tell you. I've been going to Old Trafford. I go, I went, I'm gone a long time, I couldn't. My first game was about 97, 98. So I'm probably going 25 years, nearly. Would you put that as the worst game you were at? Absolutely. Yeah? What was, the worst, what was the worst one you'd say before that? 
Um, you know, I got my season tickets the year after Fergie left. Mm. Right. And uh, we had a run of games when we when Moyes took over. So it was at the first game of the season. I think it was Chelsea we played. We beat Swansea away from home for nothing. Yeah. Uh, we played in the bank holiday Monday. Jose started uh, Charlotte up front as a false nine for Chelsea. They didn't have a shot in the whole game. It was a nil-all draw. It was horrific. And and then we went we we went say every two or three weeks because obviously you've the the idea of having them then you know you're like Jesus yeah. I go every week and, mm. and you soon realize my wallet's not ahead for this you know <laughs> what I mean um, but we went and we saw I think Newcastle beat us that 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 year so we seen them get beaten to Newcastle and then Everton beat them I don't think Newcastle had beat them in twenty something years you know but the the guy that sat beside us. Uh, Nice Asian lad called Mohammed, you know, or Mo as we as we we knew. And he says, uh, he says to my eldest fella Andrew one day, he says, you know, we used to win games of football before you can kids. And the kid, <laughs> and the kid was full sure he was because he's he'd be fourteen this year. He was seven yeah. at the time, and he was saying, "Is it my fault we're losing?" I said, "No, it's not. Don't be minding him like this." I say, "Mo, shut up, you will you stop winding the kid up?" <laughs> but we we seen him lose some. Some you know take some heavy defeats that season on their moyes and and be beaten by really really poor teams. Um, we seen them lose to FC Cluj in the That's groups right, yeah. in the group stage of the Jeez, Champions League. That was horrific. We lost one nil. Now, thankfully, at that stage, it was a dead rubber. We were already through the group, but yeah. we seen them lose to Cluj, and they were so bad. <laughs> The boys are only now around that bleeding Halloween because our mates are Dracula. That's Transylvania there from. Like this was this was hard work, you know. Yeah. Um and again, I think that was his first Champions League game, and they yeah. lost that as well. And Mo has his hand out about he's like this kid, you know, like this. But um, yes, so we had we didn't have a great start to life as season ticket mm-hmm. holders, myself and Andrew. Yeah. But um, we had we had some great days, and I mean we've had um I would have brought my dad over quite a bit too as well. Now my dad's mm. an Arsenal fan. Yeah. Um, so obviously knows nothing about football. But uh would have would have just loved, you know, the time we got to spend together. Yeah, the match day experience with the family, yeah. The match day experience, just myself, my dad. I've actually had my mum and all Trafford, would you believe? Yeah. Yeah, brought me mum a couple of years ago with my dad and two of their friends that they've a drink mm. with on a Sunday night. We went to see United in Wolfsburg in the Champions League. Um, I think we beat them 2-1. And uh, I had the five of them, four of us, sorry, the five of us, me and four of them went mm. over on a day trip at Wharton a few years ago. Um, but yeah, I used to love just getting to go with my dad. So I suppose Sunday was very, very special for me, although mm. it was it was carnage on the pitch. That's the first time I've had my two little boys in Old Trafford yeah. with me. And and obviously with dad passing away in January and stuff like that, yeah. was it was very, very, it was a very somber moment, you know. Yeah, you keep the legacy continuing. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And, and although he wasn't a United fan, he loved going to Old Trafford. Yeah, you know, he thought it was just. Mm. He say, "Jesus, this place is amazing," you know. Mm. And uh, and you'd love like we we were there the day we beat City four two. Um, do you know what I mean? And 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 good games of football, and we've seen them beat Chelsea, and we've seen them beat Liverpool. And now the la- the the game you're you're probably saying, "What's the worst? The other one of one of the other worst games you've been at." I was there today. Gerard missed the, the penalty for his hat trick. Remember, he's beat his 3 0. Yeah. 
and and that was pretty bad as well. I have to be honest with you. Mm. Um, that was that was fairly bad until until Sunday. You know, yeah. tell us, um, um, tell us this going in. Um, there was a lot of build up to this game throughout the week. A lot of ex players yeah. saying that this could be a really bad day at the office for United. Yeah. Some ex players saying you would expect United to step up, that this was their opportunity to lay down a marker, maybe get back into the title race and kick on. Um, what was the atmosphere kind of outside? Was was it buzzing? Was it apprehensive? Was there a kind of an ear to it? Or what, what, what I suppose expecting? I suppose there was a couple of little tinges there, you know. There, there was certainly a tinge of excitement because on big match days like that. You can yeah. feel it and you can taste it, can't you? Mm. It's in yeah. the air. Mm. It, there's something special. And unless you've been to a game like that, you probably don't quite know what it feels like. But there's an air of um, expectancy around the ground. Yeah. Uh, and there's a nervousness because obviously we're coming mm. up against a serious, serious football team. Mm. And there's the worry there that they can go go and do a job on you, which they did in the end. Mm. You know, but, but I think for United fans, I think there's a lot of resignation at the minute. Um, and I know we're going to talk about that obviously when we when we talk about Ollie later on, but yeah, that there does seem to be a resignation that at the minute things aren't working and until things change, we won't challenge. Mm. Um, we won't challenge in any way, shape, or form, you know. So that's yeah. that's obviously very tough for a club like United, yeah, knowing that you're not going to go out there and maybe be able to be, you know challenge of our titles our cups our trophies and stuff like that mm. and especially when you've got a squad like we've got I mean there's a lot of managers in that league would kill for a squad like you know you'd have yeah. like the, 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 the embarrassment the riches they have in the in the top end of the pitch you know mm. the attacking end of the pitch is, is scary um, I kind of I, I kind of looked at the other day and, and I thought wow look, look at what we have and, and look at how poor we've been mm. you know we've probably got two to three players in every position that you could call really, really good, good players. You know, um, you've obviously got Ronaldo and Cavani for that front spot. You got Sancho and Greenwood on the right. Mm. You got Lingard and Rashford on the left. That's not mentioned in Martial or Pogba, who also played there. You got Bruno, you've got Donny. You know, like there's a lot there. The issue really really is is the blend, isn't it? It's the blend that you're trying to find. There's no shortage of talent. There's no doubt about it. But it's no. it's it's finding a pattern of play. I don't want to say the United way because I don't even think that's a thing, to be honest. Um, I think there's, you know, it's trying to find a blend in terms of who you put in where at the right time. Are you playing counter football? Are you playing pressure, high press, whatever it is? And putting those right players in at the right time for those different things. And I, I often said, and, you know, we will get into it later when we're talking about the Ollie episode, you have to have a very strong manager to be capable of doing that. A, a manager that really, really understands football, you know? And, and I just think it's, it's so difficult for him. He's been thrust into a position there that was to try and, you know, create a culture again there that was destroyed through Jose somewhat and calm things down a little bit give a few players a cuddle, get them back going and stuff like that. And in fairness to Solcher, he did that and he has had moments. I mean, the, the win over PSG was huge and stuff like that. And all that set him on the way with a contract. Um, and, and I just think at times, I mean, coming second last year, I know some people will say, oh, it was a COVID year that most teams are switched off. But it was a COVID year for everyone and he still came second. So you have to give him his dues on that. And then I suppose with Varane and with Sanchez or Sancho and um, Ronaldo coming Ronaldo. in, 
you know, you would think there's a little bit of quality there now coming in to add to the squad and he would push on. But um, it just looked, I think, between the team, between him and the coaching, and, and everything just fell apart. And it just came to a head on Sunday. Um, and, and I said a number of times this year, you know, you could see it in the Wolves game that there was issues. You could see it in the Newcastle game, even though you ran out winners, there was issues. You know, if they had had a couple of decent boys up front, it would have been a different story. We said it in the Villarreal game. If Moreno had been playing, there would have been issues. You've seen it in the Atalanta game, the way you had to come back, there was issues. So there's been issues throughout the season where he's kind of been, I don't want to say getting away with it because you have to go out and win games. You know, like if you look at the Atalanta game, I don't class that as getting away with it because it is a comeback. And that's a game is 90 minutes. It's not 45. No, of course. And, and, and you know, and I still think we did enough in that first half to have gone in a little bit closer to Atalanta as well. Like, although probably, we win 3-2, probably level. Like, uh, although we win 3-2 and, and it's a late goal to, to kind of steal it, we created more chances. We were the mm. better team on the night. Um, it's the it's that soft centre we have at the back, you know, mm. and, and how poor we are defensively, which is leading to this, it, you know, and, and you can see that there's, a, there's attack and talent there because the way they're able to come back into the game when they've got mm. their backs against the wall after conceding goal after, you know. Mm. But again, it, it, with a good manager, I don't think this has happened, to be honest with you. Mm. Um, I really, really don't, you know. Um, and like, Sunday was very, very tough to take. Yeah. I know you'll probably, I sent you a video a little bit earlier that you might be putting into the into the package, you know, and yeah. uh, like that was, that was walking down the, walking through the tunnel outside Old Trafford after the game and that was so raw and it was just like, it was so, so difficult, you know, because you're walking out and they're hand in hand with me two little boys, you know, my yeah. two little treasures and I'm walking out there and, and I'm just like, Fucking hell, I'm like this. That was just, I was just a straw after you know, yep. it was so so difficult. And but you're gonna have them points in your in your following of a football team, you know. Yeah. And everyone's gone through them whether you're an Arsenal fan, whether you're a Liverpool fan, whether you're a Leeds fan, whoever you support, you're gonna go through that. And some teams have to go through a little more than others. Yeah. Um, you look at you look at all the success that Manchester City are going through at the minute. Are you telling me their fans who almost watched them go into League Two on that penalty shootout over Gilliam? when Nicky Weaver, you know what I mean? Mm. Pulled off his heroics. Like, if you'd have told them they'd be up challenging for league titles and Champions Leagues 20 years later, mm. what would they have said to you? Yeah, all right, kid, whatever you think. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, similar to um, what Newcastle are going to go through now, I'd say. Something similar, I'd imagine, yeah. Um, you know, so it's... It, football, mm. you know, it's a fans game, but it can be tough on fans at times as well, you know, it really can. Yeah, I remember the first time I brought Ben over to Anfield. It was 2018. And we went over to do the viewing for the Champions League final in Kiev when we were against Real Madrid. At the time Salah got spared by Ramos and went off and the rest is history. But I remember standing in the cop with him and we were only watching it on big screens. It was like a cinema situation. Yeah. And he was in absolute tears. He was unconsolable. The tears were rolling down his face like rivers. Like, And I remember yeah. turning around to him that night in the cop and I was there. I shout out to Tom off the Redman TV. He was there sitting with us as well. Great guy, Tom. Tom walked over to Ben and he said to Ben, listen, kid, walk out of here with your chin up, wipe those tears away because he says, you know something, you'll always have more better days than bad days. And he said, they're only around the corner. We will come back next year, he said, and we will win the Champions League. 
and we will go very close in the league. The league win is only around the corner, and he was absolutely spot on. But Ben was unconsolable. Even when we walked down out of the cop to go through the, the tunnels down into back out into the outside of the ground. And we had had a great weekend. We went and did yeah. lunch with the legends and all. I remember we were sitting down having lunch in the, the restaurant on Anfield. And Phil Neal was there having lunch. And they have screens in the boots and they show all the old European games because we were there for the viewing. And it showed Phil Neal scoring the goal. I think it was against Roma, was it? I think it was, as far as I know, where he scored that, that penalty in the penalty shootout. Yeah. And Ben turned around and go, what a man to take that penalty. I said, you think so? And I, I got him out of the boot and I said, come on over here and let's have a chat with the man about it. And I walked over to Phil Neal and I said, you wouldn't mind if I disturb you for a minute. He wants to have a chat with you about that penalty you just took two minutes ago there on that screen to win the European Cup. And he, he told Ben to sit down and Ben was chatting away to him over the lunch and they went over, took pictures with the European Cup and everything. And, all. and we just such a great weekend. We did the stadium tour, everything, you know. And then to yeah. lose, not only to lose, but to lose like that. And Ben is the biggest Mo Salah fan. So to lose Mo Salah in the game when we were getting on top of the game as well was such a bitter blow, you know? Yeah. And to have to sit there and go through that, the bail goal and everything else that happened and carry us absolutely losing it. And it was, it was similar to what you're talking about there. But I did say to him, he will have better days. They are around the corner. And I believe that's the same for United. Absolutely, man. And listen, like... I think one of my earliest memories of being a United fan was a Coca-Cola Cup final. I'm going to say we're in about 1993. Um, we get Andre Kanchelska sent off for a handball on the line and we lose 3-1 to Aston Villa. Yeah. And I'm sitting on the couch in my house, in, in my mum and dad's house, probably, you know, mid-March, something like that. April maybe with the duvet on me watching this game. And I've, as a little kind of eight or nine year old, and I've the tears rolling down my face, you know. Yeah. Um, but if I look back now, yeah, I have many times I had those tears in comparison to tears of joy, yeah, or the screams of joy, or the mm. you know, it'll it outweigh it, yeah, absolutely, yeah. it'll definitely outweigh it, you know. Um, and those boys will see like the older lad there, um. We we would always try and take advantage of having the the season tickets for the likes of the Champions League. Mm. So I mean, there was a period of three years ago, maybe, where we played Juventus with Ronaldo, yeah. we played Barca with Messi, we played PSG mm. with Neymar. We played all three teams in the space of three months, mm. and myself and 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 the older guy were at the trade them. It's great. Now he's gonna go. You know, when 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 his kids are watching videos of Messi and Ronaldo, he's gonna go. Saw him, yeah. Saw him, mm. was there that day, you mm. know. Yeah, my dad had me at that game. Mm. We met such and such a player. We did this. We did. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And that's the sort of stuff. Like they're the memories I have of my dad, yeah. and and they're the memories I want my kids to have of me. Yeah, yeah. You know, they'll say oh, I was a bollocks, you know, or whatever. Mm. But if there's a little bit there, and they can go, do you know what? Mm. He was all right, the old man, and he brought us to this game, and he brought mm. us to that game. And did this yeah. with us and he did that with us, you know. Yeah. Um we we stayed over obviously as well. We stayed over on Sunday night and and we bumped into uh, a friend of yours, obviously Graham Sunes. Oh yeah. Um now there's a background story to this which I'll tell very, very quickly. So the day of a Manchester Derby about four or five years ago it was Jose versus Pep for the first time in the Premier League. And I was coming out of this particular hotel in Manchester where I stay all the time. 
Um, and, and I was coming out and I was met by a, a man sitting in a really fancy Mercedes, little man uh, in a suit, permatan, you know, the hair all slick, the whole shoot match. I was going out with my United jersey and I actually had a spare ticket that day because a mate of mine who was supposed to come up for the game, shout out to Bobby Pranival, mm. and let me down at the last minute because he had something going on down south of London, couldn't come. And he uh, he said, listen, you have to keep the ticket, whatever, blah, blah. So your man, this fella says to me, oh, he says, I tried to get tickets all week. He says, I couldn't get any. And I says, oh, you're looking for a ticket, right? He says, yeah, yeah, I'm looking for a ticket. This this man in the car, you know, the slick looking man. I says, right, he says, I says, I actually have a ticket. And he says, you've a ticket for today? I says, yeah, I have a spare. And I told him a story about me mate, Bobby. And he says, uh, he says, Jesus, he says, do you fancy selling it to me? And I says, yeah, yeah, no hassle, no hassle. You know, yeah, we can do that. Well, I got this game on my own. I might as well make a few pounds out, you know? Mm. So he says, um, he says, how much do you want? So he says, ah, 100, you know, because I'm looking at this nice man sitting in the fancy Mercedes with his, with his suit and stuff on. And he puts his hand into his wallet. Puts it in his pocket, takes out a wallet. Now, there was enough money in there to choke an ass, as my dad say, right? And, and he puts his hand in the wallet, has a little route round, puts money in my hand, he says, it's got to be worth two. And gives me 200 for it, right? So what I didn't know at that stage was, that was Graham Suness's driver, a guy called Terry. Mm. So I gave Terry my season ticket, and I met him at the ground, and at halftime, Terry brought me out for points and hot dogs and pies. You know, we did a bit of crack and yeah. waited after the game for Graham and stuff like that. Mm. So we'd met Graham before. Yeah. So fast forward to the weekend, and obviously we're in the hotel after the game. There's a nice restaurant, and I said to the lads, I'll get you some food in the restaurant, and we'll bring it back to the room and stuff like that. Mm. And the lads says, Oh, yeah, yeah, Grant. So I still had my United gear on, and I was I was chatting away to somebody, and you know, the next minute Graham walked in and, and Andrew says, Oh, dad, look, there's Graham Suness. And I says, Hey Graham, you know. Um, and he kind of she says, oh, hey, how you doing like this? You know, and he was kind of looking at me. He says, is Terry with you? And he says, Terry? He says, nah, you won't get Terry today. Not after that. You know, <laughs> Terry's a big Man United fan. Yeah. He says, he says, hold on, we'll try and ring him. So we're standing there. My young fellas, you know, he'd be 14 this year. He's looking at me going, my dad's talking to Rhymes and S as if yeah. these two are mates, right? Yeah. And I'm saying, yeah, yeah. I says, get Terry on the phone there, will you? So I tried to ring Terry. Terry's our answer. He says, eh. I, I reminded him of the story because they actually... Brought, they brought me back to the hotel that day. Terry mm. and Graham, when he was finished with Sky, brought me back. And he says, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, tell you, I think I remember, you know, like this, bloody blah. So get a picture and whatever and no water. And we're sitting at the bar having mojitos with Graham. We were waiting on the, uh, or we're waiting on the, on the field and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying mm. is that he's just sitting there chatting to you like a, like a normal Joe Soap. Mm. And of course, the kids are there and they're like, Jesus, this is great, you know. And yeah. the little guy's probably thinking, who's this outfit like, you know. And the, but the, the other guy, he's thinking, this is deadly. My dad's mates with Blake and Graves. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so it was, uh, it was, it was, it was good, you know. It was eventful. Um, so it was, a, it was, a, it was a good night then. And and then obviously on the uh, on Monday morning we got up and we we nipped back to Old Trafford, you know, mm. um, just to take another few little shots with the lads and stuff like that. Um, just for for the kind of for the the scrapbook, you know, yeah. Because obviously on match day it's so so busy. Mm. So we said we'd go back and we just spend half an hour and uh, taking a few little pictures and, and and having a little walk around, so that the little guy could kind of get used to a bit of the history as well. Yeah, which is very important. I always stress that with Ben. You have to understand the history to appreciate the present. 
Yeah. So I'm kind of I'm kind of walking him through the Munich tunnel, you know, mm. and I'm explaining to him about Munich, and he's kind of looking at me. He's like an airplane crash. I says, Yeah, an airplane crash, you know. And 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 the older lad, he's then telling him, you know, that's why we're Man United and we will never die, you know. And you're just thinking, this is amazing. Yeah. You know, me thirteen year old, like, you know, this is this is what this is what we got out of football. Mm. This is what he's getting, and this is what he's even trying to pass to the next yeah. guy. And you just, it was just brilliant. Like, you know, it really, really was. Um, it's kind of I, parenting. It's parenting one one, really, isn't it? Ah, it's it's Superman, you know, and 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 even like we're losing the game, we're getting thumped, mm. and and the little guy is he's still like, geez, dad, it's great in here, isn't it? Yeah. Like, yeah, it's great in here, kid. It's it's the business, you know. And he, yeah. he, we were, we did something. We were out today, you know. And he, he said something, and and he and he told he told me wife, you know. He says, you know, we're going back to Old Trafford in March for me birthday, you know. And he just, and she says, are you? Yeah. And he says, yeah, yeah. My daddy's gonna bring me back there, he is, you know. And he's, Deadly. he's all ready to go, you know. Yeah. It's just you just you couldn't ask for any more, yeah. no, you know. Great. You really really couldn't. I highly recommend it to. To anyone out there listening that hasn't been to a game or mm. that wants to experience it firsthand, you know, get yeah. tickets, get in contact with these companies. You know, there's great companies out there and mm. um, putting great packages together and there's fan clubs and, and it doesn't always have to cost a fortune, you know, and stuff like that. But mm. but get over, get over with your with your friends and make memories, get over with your kids and, yeah. and give them a little taste of this, get over with your parents if you can, you know, because mm. um, they're only going to be there for so long. Yeah. And will you have that opportunity to get over and, and spend that bit of time with them, you know? And it's yeah. it's it's a great thing to kind of bond over, yeah. you know? And, and obviously, like, my guys, they're, they're quite young. Mm. But, I mean, in a couple of years, I'm going to sit there and that. I'm going to sit there in Old Trafford and have a point with these two, you know? Yeah, especially when <laughs> we were going through those COVID times as well. Ben would come in to me and you'd go, remember that Salisbury game we went to and the Watford game we went to and all that? We'd be talking about yeah. the games we went to because apart from that first trip over for the Kiev final, Every other game we've gone to has been unbelievable. Like we, it's the way we just picked them. We were over there for the AC Milan game that just went there in the Champions League. It was unbelievable. We were out the Watford game when we thumped them. I think five nil or something like that. Um, we played yeah, Salzburg. He's been everyone five But we were playing Salzburg. It was four three, I think, or something like that. Tacky was playing for Salzburg. Yeah. That's right. And was was Haaland there as well? He might have been, yeah, I'm not too sure. And then we were playing, um, we played, um, we played Everton and we knocked Everton out of the cup. And then we played Arsenal, and the Arsenal one was uh, it ended up being 5 4 or something like that. It was crazy when we beat Brilliant. them on penalties. And all yeah. the AFTV guys were out the back of Anfield now, and we were buzzing off the likes of troops and Robbie and all the boys and all. And the lads, he was just lapping it up, you know, it was just great. He was going, we were walking out the back, and he goes, There's those lads off AFTV. And I was like, Go over and have a chat with them, go over and say hello to them and all. They won't yeah. bite you. Bit of crack, as, like, you know. As we came out of the ground on Sunday, and um, there was a camera crew there from NBC, yeah, you know, and they were obviously doing a bit with a couple of fans and blah, blah, blah. But we had, um, we had arranged to, to meet my missus in the spot she dropped us off in. Mm. So I said, listen, I'll meet you back here. It's a little retail park. It's about five-minute walks from Old Trafford, yeah. you know. I said, we'll meet you back at the retail park at such and such a time. Mm. So she says, yeah, yeah, that works, Grant. Um, I kind of took a few minutes inside the ground after. We obviously stayed for the, for the whole game, unlike some of the boys. They got out of Dodge a little bit earlier. But we stayed, and... I told the older guy, I said, listen, don't leave till I call you. I said, because if I'm sitting inside with the little guy taking a picture or whatever, 
don't leave it. I want you outside in your own type thing, you know? Oh, absolutely. So he says, yeah, yeah, that's fine. So I actually, as it, as it happened, I could kind of look across and nearly see where he was. So yeah. give him the billy. I said, right, come on, let's go. Because at that stage, it was empty. Mm. Um, but when we left, the retail park we were on our way to was actually on the other side of the of the Liverpool fans. Okay. So so we end up on one side of the Liverpool fans and the retail parks on the other side of the Liverpool fans. Okay. And you've got all the police and the horses and stuff like that. The riot gear. And they're ushering the Liverpool fans through the through the gates of where onto, onto the buses, yeah. Onto the buses and stuff like that. So I actually I took a little video while I was there as well. So I'll probably pop that over to you as well. So yeah. so everybody can see it, you know. Yeah, um, absolutely. I, I almost found me sing found myself singing the song they'd sang. Because they all saved the say they all sang the same song walking across from Old Trafford yeah. to the buses. Yeah. And as I'm going down the road. It was in my head because it was, but it was a song about United. Like, and, and when I got into the car and I went, Jesus Christ, what are you doing? Do you know, it was just yeah. this song was so catchy, you know. Yeah. Um, it was it was funny though, mm. and it was a few. Um, it, it, it's even for the kids, you know. Obviously, even now, like Ireland is so much more multicultural than it's ever been. Mm. But but still, when you go to the UK, there's so many different nationalities. Does yeah. it? If you look at the the picture we have there, the trophies. We're myself and the two boys. We've got pictures with the the treble winning trophies, you know, mm. in the Premier League, the European Cup, and the the FA Cup. But the guy that was two ahead of us, he was getting his picture taken, and he actually took a flag out of his bag, and he draped it. It's a like a red, white, and a blue flag out, and it was a funny little triangular flag. And I was kind of going, I don't know that flag. Now would be pretty decent on geography, and I was like, I don't know that flag. Mm. And somebody asked him, or somebody noticed, um, and he was from Nepal, so he was. It was it was the flag from Mount Everest. Okay. And and here's this little guy, you know, like how many million miles away, mm. and and there he is with his United jersey on. Now there was a little nip in the air, but your man's there in his t-shirt because he's probably thinking this is like the tropics yeah. compared to where I am. Absolutely, yeah. It's probably twenty thousand you know? feet up, snow capped or whatever it is. And, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah working on it. Working I wonder. On this, on I wonder this. do they ever look at that? I wonder do they ever look when the tickets get processed? How many different nationalities show up to a stadium on a given day? I'd say it's hard to know because obviously now. There's so much swapping and stuff goes on with tickets. Mm. And I would say now is probably a better time for them to, to find out because obviously yeah, it's all everything's gone, it's all gone digitally, mm. hasn't it? Yeah. But um, yeah, like I know there's still a few a few people trying to get in mm. on, on on paper tickets. You can still get into Old Trafford on a paper ticket. You do, however, need identification mm. if you're going in on a paper ticket. Whereas if you're going in on a on a scanned ticket, you don't need identification. Mm. Um, and something that United did this year, um, which they've never done before, was that you could only get, if I have my season ticket and I want you to use it, you can use it, provided you have this Man United membership. Yeah. There's three different standards of membership you can buy. I think it's 20, 30, 20, 35 and 50, yeah. let's say. And each one of you gives you an upgrade into something or whatever. So this mm. is a way even that, that football clubs have decided, you know what, we can do this and we can make a few pound back from what we missed out on the revenue for the likes of the the pandemic, you know, yeah. for the for the gate receipts and stuff like that. And they're they're being very clever with it. Cause if you're picking up 
if 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 there's you know there's obviously eighty thousand people at Old Trafford, but it's not the same eighty thousand every week. Yeah. If if you've got you know half a million people going through having to pay twenty quid ahead mm. extra on top of their ticket price to just allow them to buy the to buy the match ticket, it's a very clever scheme. It's a nice little bit of revenue on the day. Absolutely, you would able to do. You know, yeah, mm. it is. It's a it's a clever idea. Um, and I think most fans know then they're eligible for the ticket, so they go, oh, "That's only twenty pounds." Mm. You know, we're suckers. We are suckers, absolutely. Yeah. You know, um, some of us more than others. I know you don't get suckered in with certain things, but I'm I'm a marketeer's dream. Yeah. You know, like I'm standing in Old Trafford with the fucking Remington razor mm. that Remington are have labelled up to the eyeballs here mm. with this fucking little little Man United crest on it, and I'm thinking, mm. "Might get this." You know, I don't shave. Why yeah. I would need it is beyond me. Yeah. I actually don't even shave. Yeah. And, and and it was actually, I thought to myself, I picked up the box on. Mm. And the older lad said to me, you have a beard. He says, oh, I haven't seen you shaved in about five or six years. He says, what are you buying a razor for? And I was like, mm. thanks, son. Put when that I, back. When I have these three other jerseys <laughs> in my hand that you have to pay for. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I just thought like, yeah. It's you get lost and you get wrapped up in the yeah. whole thing, don't you? you? You could have turned around to him and says, That's the third kit there you're holding. What do you need three kids for if you have two already? <laughs> <laughs> you didn't get away with that. Uh, I always say to Ben when we're going into the mega store up at Anfield, I always say, Go in and just pick out whatever you want. We're here to spend, we're not here to save. That's it, absolutely. Mm, yeah, absolutely. It was, it was mm. top stuff, you know, you couldn't beat it. Yeah. Um, and then you know, we 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 headed up on the way home. We headed to a place called Cheshire Oaks, mm. which is one of the largest outlet villages in Europe. Mm. So we we were we went out till eight o'clock on the Monday evening. So which meant then we the whole after we tipped up to Old Trafford, did a little bit up there, and we went down to Cheshire Oaks. Only forty five minutes down the mm. East Bank Road, um, handy enough to get to. Um, tipped in there, in there shopping all day. The lads picking up bits and pieces. You know, oh, I want to get that for Christmas. Want to want to pick up this top, want to get those pair of jeans or whatever. Off you go. Same as, you know, mm. whatever, whatever you want, go for it. Mm. I'm going to be yeah. long enough dead and you, you, you know what I mean? So mm. while we're here, we're going to have a fucking good time. Yeah. Um, and then made it down to the boat and we were a little bit... Um, apprehensive. A little bit apprehensive, <laughs> shall we say, about the boat after the first trip not being yeah. so good. But uh, And we were actually on a smaller boat going back. Mm. And, and the little guy, he really got himself upset on the on the boat over. So particularly, mm. said, I thought, oh, God, I hope this isn't too bad. Mm. We got on it. That, it didn't move. Didn't really? move. I did, I, I'd say my car moved more mm. than than the boat did, you know. So, uh, yeah, home off the boat. Uh, I think we got off the boat at about half 11, quarter to 12. Mm. And we we obviously, we're in Rohini here. So we're not too far from the port. Yeah. So we were we were heading down the coast road out towards Rohini and it was it was bang on 12 o'clock and I says fuck it we'll ring the Chinese and we'll collect something on the way home and that'll just finish us off yeah. so a little bit of Chinese yeah. everyone in everyone into the bed for, for sort of one o'clock yeah. and then back at it again yesterday you know but yeah. it was it was tops it really was yeah, um, yeah and I, I'd definitely say to you know, anyone listening, get out there and, and get to a football ground near you and get there with your kids and your, your parents and your friends and your mates, you know, and it's it's great. You wouldn't beat it. Yeah, absolutely. I totally recommend it. It's, it's just yeah, the memories that you create and stuff like that are just fantastic. It's second and, to none, really. You know? And I have to say, I find it very hard to believe, you know, when you're talking to someone about it and they say, let's say, you know, and they'd be big football fans. I know a couple of lads, big, big football fans, big United fans, big Liverpool fans. 
might say, like, when's the last time you were there? Um, they might tell you, oh, I've never been there. You're yeah. thinking, you've never been there? Mm. You're like, you're a big Liverpool fan. You're a big United fan. And you've never been to the Mecca of Anfield or Old Trafford. Like, are you, are you all right? <laughs> yeah. I, I'm just, I don't know, maybe it's me. Like, at one stage, a couple of years ago, I nearly had a job in Manchester. Mm. And I was, Tempted. I was a, I well, I was applying for jobs mm. in Manchester, and the surrounding areas, on the basis that if we got it, I could go to every league, every home league game. So I was going to uproot me and my family for me to go and watch fucking football every ten days. <laughs> so, so your future, your future life was based on your season ticket. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's mad. Yeah, that's I crazy. I had I took an interview and I was offered a job, um, probably slightly closer to Liverpool than Manchester, mm. um, but I had to say to her, "Listen, what do you think?" And we had a serious discussion about it, and she looked at me and went, "Are we going here so you can watch football?" And I went, "Probably." And she was like, "Fucking hell, yeah. this is mad," <laughs> and and in the end, we said, "Right, okay, we'll hang back," yeah. you know. But yeah. if I could go every week, every week. You know, I hate flying, mm. but if you tell me I hate flying with a passion, hence the reason I was on the boat, not just because it was five of us and it's easier tipping around with the car and whatever, but I hate flying with a passion. Mm. But if you tell me you'd put me on a flight every week to Old Trafford, I'd get on it. Not yeah. a bother. Yeah. It'd be enough to get me over a fear quick enough, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Well, listen, absolute pleasure having you on to talk about your, your trip. This has been your road trip, Man United versus Liverpool. Unfortunately, not the right result for the lads, especially the young lad going over his first time and all. But look, he'll have plenty of other great times over there. We'll, we'll have uh, we'll have plenty of plenty of wins, and he'll, and he'll be there to see them. That worry. Yeah, absolutely. Until next time, Dynamo Podcast Network on YouTube. This has been the Upper Tier Road Trip with Darren McComsky. Cheers, pal. Thanks, brother. <laughs>